Hi, everybody. This is Ruta Lee, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Here's Lucy. Starring Lucille Ball. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. If you're a fan of Lucille Ball, you know that this weekend, as this program airs, the weekend of August 6th, marks the 110th anniversary of the birth of Lucille Ball, while October 2021 marks the 70th anniversary of the premiere of I Love Lucy. With that in mind, we will close out this week's program by playing highlights of our coverage of an event that took place at the Hollywood Museum in April 2019 that celebrated the legacy of the legendary Queen of Comedy. The guest speakers that evening included Kate Luckinbill Connor. Kate Luckinbill Connor, daughter of Lucy Arnaz and the granddaughter of Lucille Ball. Kate Luck and Bill Connor announced the launch of the Lucy Legacy. The Lucy Legacy, a new project that aims to bring Lucy, Desi, and the whole crew into the 21st century while also underscoring who Lucille Ball was as a person and why she remains an important figure beyond her contributions to television and particularly an inspiration to women of all ages. My grandmother was a regular girl from up, up, upstate New York. She worked hard and never took for granted the opportunities that came her way or the chance to learn from others. She was the first woman to be pregnant on television, not because she wanted to make a statement, but because she wanted to have a baby. (laughs) She was humble and she was a real person who just didn't take no for an answer when life got in the way of her dreams. Her dreams were complex. She wanted to be a mom and she wanted to be a wife. She also wanted to be an actress and a comedian, and she was determined to do both. She didn't set out to be anyone's icon or influencer. (laughs) Unlike the reality stars of today, she was someone who only dreamed of the life she ended up living. In her book, she describes her first arrival in California like this. In my wildest dreams, I never expected to get to Hollywood. Yet here I was, with the movie contract in my pocketbook, already creased with wrinkles from having been read so often. She always did her homework, studied her lines, and made sure to show up and do the work. That's the legacy she left women. Show up, do the work, be the best, don't take no for an answer, and they can't ignore you. You can learn more about the Lucy legacy by going to facebook.com forward slash the Lucy legacy as well as instagram.com forward slash the Lucy legacy. There are many other celebrities in attendance that night at the Hollywood Museum in April 2019 and we had a chance to do some remote interviews with some of those celebrities from the floor of the Hollywood Museum including our friend Jeffrey Mark. We're at the Hollywood Museum as part of the special tribute to Lucille Ball and here with us is our friend Jeffrey Mark. Jeffrey Mark, walking, talking, film and television historian, author of many books, including the Lucy book. What's so great about your Lucy book is that you actually had a chance to sit down and talk to Lucy. I'm a very fortunate man. She gave me an enormous compliment because I asked her the question that led to the whole interview was, your friend Jack Benny says, and that got her attention, your friend Jack Benny says that people tune in to watch sitcoms week after week because of certain repeated pieces of shtick or pieces of attitude or catchphrases. And she kind of like, oh, really? Okay. 
and I said, you dropped two of yours, the crying jag and the spider. And for our friends who are listening, the spider is what her writers called when she went, was called in her script, the spider. I said, why did you drop them? And she said, young man, that is the most intelligent question anyone's ever asked me about my comedy. After that, I could ask anything I wanted. <laughs> so she opened up the book to me so uh, that I could write a book. And um, if you want the answer to that very long answer, the question, the answer is in the Lucy book. Get a copy. But uh, the short answer was that her writers changed and she didn't write her shows. Other people did so that when they didn't put stuff in, she didn't say it. And she felt in 1984 when this conversation happened, she said, I'm getting too old for Mr. Mooney or Uncle Harry or Ricky to yell at. It's not funny when somebody yells at an elderly woman. So I just felt crying. I'm too old for that. Jeffrey Mark, Jeffrey Mark, author of the Lucy book, giving us a glimpse uh, into who Lucy was as a person when Jeffrey talked to her for the first time, the first of many times uh, in 1984 for his book, The Lucy Book, which is now available at Amazon or wherever books are sold. But you're going to update the Lucy book and and, and re-release it in the next uh, few months or so. Well, the Lucy book as it sits is a compendium of her television career from live television till she died everything everything she ever did variety shows commercials talk shows game shows other people's shows her shows now i'm going to add in all of the radio shows wildcat her broadway musical and the films so it's going to be between two covers lucille ball's career i know this i'm not sure how many other people know this lucy I think at the time she was doing the Lucy show, she did a weekday show for CBS Radio. Yes, because she wasn't busy enough running a studio, (laughs) having her own show, and being a guest on other shows. Let's talk to Lucy. Uh, I think she did it because it gave her new husband, Gary Morton, something to do and a way for him to learn how to be a producer because he eventually became her producer for the nighttime shows. And it gave her a chance to be Lucille Ball. It gave her a chance to let her friends and fans get to know her again outside of the Lucy character because it had become so identified with her. And I think she wanted to know people. She wanted to honestly ask Doris Day or Barbara Streisand, all right, I've been through this, now you're going through it. What's your take on it? There was a very intelligent woman underneath the orange wigs, and it gave them a chance to show that. Yes, and and you know this from hosting a radio show yourself. You put a lot of who you are as a person when you talk to people uh, in an interview situation, and we got to hear that every day in the Lucy radio show. Yes, because she was asking intelligent questions, but she was interacting with her peers, you know, so she was she wasn't like I might or our host might be asking a much bigger star question. Most of the people she talked with were not as famous as she was, but she understood the business so well that she could ask really interesting questions. It's, it's, it's like she's letting us into a world that only few people other than her are part of. That's a good way to put it. Thank you. Uh, Jeffrey Mark, Jeffrey Mark, author of the Lucy book. I have been told that Lucy, one of the, one of Lucy's gifts as a person is that she was very generous with young talent. While she may not go out of her way to seek them out, if they came to her, 
she was an open book. Uh, Barbara Eden, I believe, is one such example. Ruta Lee directly told me that Lucy was very much a mentor. Miss Ball, like any secure show business person, secure show business person, and I think the more successful they are of her generation, the more generous they could be. If you knew you had talent, if you had a drive and an ambition to get somewhere, and you sought her help, Miss Ball could be your best friend. As long as you have the talent and the drive and the ambition, you showed her what you wanted to do. Okay, here's how you get from here to there. I do it today with people, young people. I mentor a lot of young people in the business. I'm nowhere near her stature, but I think I have been helped by a lot of people. So was she. Miss Ball never forgot the people in her early career who mentored her and helped her develop the talent that she had so she could become Lucy, the people that we know. But there's a Lucille who was once a young hopeful and she never forgot that. I understand, speaking of never forgetting uh, who you are, I understand that you recently went back and wrote your memoir and your memoir is done. When can we expect to hear, uh, read the Jeffrey Mark story? I think I'm going to withhold the name of the book because I don't want it stolen because it's the best name I've come up with next year. And I think while the Ball, Arnez, Luckinbill family has nothing to worry about, the rest of Hollywood is going to be a little sad because I'm telling everything I know. Jeffrey Mark is the author of the Lucy book, Ella, a biography of the legendary Ella Fitzgerald, and many other books on music, film, and television. Tell people where they can find you, Jeff. Amazon.com, or if you want autographed copies, find me on Facebook, and I'll sell them to you myself. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Ed, your show is one of my favorite to do, and it is always a pleasure. Jeffrey Mark, author of the Lucy book from the floor of Hollywood Museum and an event that took place in April 2019, honoring the legacy of Lucille Ball. The revised edition of Jeff's book, The Lucy Book, will be released soon. Jeffrey Mark also hosts Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella, a brand new podcast celebrating the music of the First Lady of Song. You can hear Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella wherever you hear podcasts. We'll be back with more TV Confidential right after this. Hi, this is John Biney. You're listening to TV Confidential. Well, let's hear it for him. Come on, come on out here. Ed Roberts, you're a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on the station at the usual time. Our guests will include James Moses Black of This Is Us and Emmy-nominated producers James and Rebecca Ganeer. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, a reminder that these are the voyages, Gene Roddenberry and Star Trek in the 1970s, Volumes 1, 2, and 3, available right now at jacobsbrownmediagroup.com. These are the voyages. Books.com, Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. The first 10 episodes of Jellystone are available for viewing on demand on HBO Max. Additional episodes are scheduled for release later in 2021. Finally, you can follow Louise Sorrell on Facebook. You can follow TV Confidential at Facebook.com forward slash TV Confidential as well as Twitter.com forward slash TV Confidential, and on Instagram at TV Confidential. That'll do it for our program. This week, folks, Ed Robertson, back for Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grice, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. 
This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.